Hey y'all, welcome to the Anxiety Warriors podcast. We are your hosts, Margo and Abby. We are friends, teachers, and storytellers, but above all, we're anxiety warriors on a mission to raise awareness and understanding about anxiety and mental health. You will hear honest, engaging, and joyful stories from us and many other anxiety warriors about living with anxiety. If you're seeking a space to laugh, connect, feel inspired and empowered, and learn valuable tips rooted in mindfulness and more, your warrior community is here for you. Join us as we navigate this journey of life together. Welcome, warriors. Yeah. We are so excited to share this episode with you today. Yes. When I tell you, when we tell you that you are going to absolutely love our guest, I, I am not even like, I'm not joking. I mean, I'm never really joking about that, but this episode, this guest is just going to fill your cup, lighten your mood. It's yes. going to be just like soul invasion, but like the joy kind. Energizing. It's going to energize you up. We, Listen to we... this episode instead of drinking a cup of coffee. There Make you go. Make it too energized if you do both. <laughs> Good luck to you then, warriors, if you're doing both. <laughs> Ooh, that's a morning or an afternoon or whenever you drink your coffee normally. Everyone's got their time. Um, so we spoke today to Lauren Lebowitz Stanton. And before Abby hops into her recap, let me let you all know a little bit about who Lauren is. The concept of celebrations by Stanton was built on the foundation of making moments memorable. Through the art of personalization, Lauren Lebowitz Stanton blends her fine art education with her 15 years of media experience to bring clients' ideas to life for events, gifting, and merch. From special occasions to design classes to propelling a brand, Lauren knows the feeling that is evoked from a product or design can be even more meaningful than the product or design itself. Putting her graphic design background to use, you can find Lauren creating custom products in all kinds of mediums, wood, acrylic, paint, paper, canvas, apparel, resin, and more. And now this lifelong New Yorker is applying her polished corporate marketing experience to expanding the branding by Stanton Collection to include media relation opportunities for select clients. At Celebrations by Stanton, there is always a reason to celebrate. Oh my gosh, what a bio. I love that bio. Just yes. a smile. Everyone yes. needs to follow Lauren on Instagram. Her creations are, I mean, they're absolutely stunning. I've seen them in person. I've seen them online. And, uh, yeah, if you need some custom merch, Lauren's your gal. I know we don't normally plug people's work at the beginning, mm -hmm. but since I, you know, I have a not a relationship with her, but we knew each other before she came, became a guest on yeah. the show. Um, I got to see her work and it is absolutely beautiful. But more importantly, you're going to love this chat. Yes. Lauren starts off by sharing that most of her life, she never really considered herself anxious uh, until she got pregnant. And when she got pregnant, she started to experience pregnant anxiety and then afterwards postpartum anxiety, which was something she had never heard of before. Um, what's interesting is that in recent years, as she has reflected on her life, um, she realized that she's actually had anxiety for most of her life, um, but it showed up as being driven and productive and motivated. Um, and so in her story, she really flips the script on anxiety. And even though it is super challenging and super exhausting, it's also been a motivator in her life. Uh, her story is just so full of wisdom and self-awareness and really just like the power of a growth and flexible mindset. And it was just such a joy listening to her story. Like we say this all the time, but 
meeting Lauren. Like it was my first time ever meeting her. Right. And it's just like, I just felt like I was like with my people. Right. And, yes. and it just such an enjoyable conversation. Um, her mindset is just incredible. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think you all are really going to love this conversation. We know you will. Without further ado, here's the show. Welcome, Warriors. Yay! We are so stoked that you are here with us today. We are joined by a fabulous guest, Lauren Stanton. Welcome to the show. Hi, ladies. How are you? We're, well, as we said before we hit record, we're on this, the fuel-less side right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. We're all running on fumes a little bit. I but get that. I get that. It's like always exciting. Like, like, like pre-guests, I'm like, okay, get the coffee, wake up. And then like, once I connect with a guest, like, like I'm getting fueled right now. Right? So Energy, right? Isn't that funny? I am one to definitely get energy from people. I know a lot of people who get drained by their energy drains when they talk to others. And I was yeah. just like, you know, I'm kind of exhausted, but once I see them, I know it's going to be fine. And it is. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's so true. It's so, it's so real, right? It's like, I feel like I'm the kind of person that it depends on the situation. Sometimes I'm, you know, I, the energy feels amazing and I'm like, yes. And that other times you're drained, right. It's, it's so dependent on the, on a moment, but I'm feeling recharged just looking at your beaming smile <laughs> and, and being with the three, uh, the two of you right now. Oh. All right. So Lauren, let's, yes. oh, thank you. Thank you. We're so glad you're here. Um, so let's hop in, let's hop into the anxiety pool, share with us a little bit about how anxiety has kind of shown up for you in your life or shown up. <laughs> this was really interesting, um, to think about because my whole life, I've never really, um, been labeled as, or thought as myself to be someone who's anxious. Um, when I had my daughter, it was a very, um, it was a high risk pregnancy. There's a lot there, um, which I'm sure we'll get into later, but I started having, um, I don't know what you call it, pregnancy anxiety. And then which very deeply turned into postpartum anxiety. And I'm someone who <clears throat> I have endometriosis. It's quite severe. So I know for myself that hormonal um, changes things. I'm very sensitive to hormones. So following pregnancy and during pregnancy, I was very cognizant of like, well, I've heard of postpartum depression. I'll probably have it. It will be fine. I know it'll end that kind of thing. I had never heard of postpartum anxiety. So my first foray into the world of anxiety was the craziest time of life, figuring out how to <laughs> raise a human, figuring out what that meant for my relationship with my husband, figuring out what my new um, work situation could look like now as a family, you know, all of the different kinds of things and realizing, oh, okay, well, this is very extreme and I use a lot of medical professionals, you know, to figure out what to do with it. Um, but then as I've been sitting with it, you know, my daughter now is four and a half. Um, I have been anxious throughout my life. It is something that I have had never labeled as that, never diagnosed as that, because I think the way it manifests for me is productivity, mm. which is a positive thing. You know, being productive, getting things done, creativity, um, you know, all of those kinds of things, anxiety pushes me to do them well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, one of the major things. So that's like, I feel like during the day, my anxiety can be sort of fine. But at mm-hmm. night, when I'm thinking about everything that I've done, all the things that I need to still do, all of the normal kinds of thoughts yeah. are slightly heightened, I think, by anxiety. So the way it also manifests for me is a uh, lack of sleep, <laughs> which I think <laughs> that we talked about a little bit at the beginning with yes. um, our yes. fuel buckets being low. Um, but yeah, so so it um, the one thing I do want to say about mental health in general and anxiety, it's something that I've always been very aware of, but having experienced the depths of it um, the way I did and have um, and now not being in the depths of it, um, I have such a different kind of empathy and compassion for those that it may not be cyclical, that it may not be based on hormones the way it is for me. And it's something that everyone has to manage that has something like that, you know, like has any kind of mental health situation. Um, Everyone has to deal with it in the way they have to deal with Mm -hmm. it. And I think one thing that I've learned very much about it is that it is there and you are always managing it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, because mine is very linked to hormones. I have figured out my hormone therapy that's working right now. And I say that very purposefully because it may not always work. You know, I'm the age that I am. Menopause probably isn't too far off, you know, kind of thing. So again, it will change. It was different when I was 16. It was different when I was in my twenties. It was different, you know, Um, so it's always there and there's a lot of different ways to manage it. And there's a lot of ways that it can be mismanaged as well. And I feel like in different chunks of my experience, it was like, oh, this feels better, but I still don't feel like myself. Mm. And so now finally, since, so now it's September, since last September, I've been on a path that I feel like myself again. Wow. And that's a long time. Yeah. It it was a long time of trying to figure it out. Mm. And now that I know that it was like, oh, this is better. I'm better. But I'm like, but I'm still crying almost every day. I still need Mm. to lay down a lot. Like this does not Mm. feel normal, you know? So really pushing through that and searching for help and being your own advocate, which I know a lot of people say, but truly, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm not the most patient person, which is also part of (laughs) my anxiety. So I feel like I'm like, okay, well, it's not working yet. What's the next option? Right. You know, kind of thing. And so trying to be a little bit um, different now, knowing that it's actually a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Does that oh kind of answer? <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Like, you want to say something, Margo? No, I just <laughs> wanted to send, I'm just yeah. sending twinkles right now. I just, I felt very uns- unsurprisingly, because I'm an emotional person, but surprisingly, I felt kind of emotional while you were talking, especially towards the tail end. I'm not really sure why. It was something in, in what you said about, um, that anxiety's always been there and that we're always yeah. coping with it. Yeah. And like the fact that you didn't identify as someone that had anxiety until like recently, kind of right. Like in the last years of your life is 
felt really powerful for me in a way somehow, even though our, our stories are different, our life paths have been different, certainly, I'm sure in many ways, but it just felt like as someone that realized when I was 18 that I had mm -hmm. been suffering from anxiety through my whole childhood and then continue, you know, through now, right? And learning about myself in that way as a young adult into my, you know, adult adulthood. I don't know what you want to call it, but like that. it, it just adulthood. feels like adult adulthood, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it just, it feels so validating in a way, right? It's like, oh, right. There's still so much more that all of us have to learn about ourselves, yeah. right? Yeah. And that it doesn't have to be debilitating or something that we have to fear or hide from or run away from even. And it's just like, okay, uh -huh. what is the next step? What is there for me to do? I don't feel like myself. What are the things I might need to explore to start feeling like myself? It just felt really powerful listening to your, you know, the arc of your situation. That's Thank all. Thank you. I think one of the hardest things was at certain times, not even realizing that my rational mind wasn't there, you know, really in the beginnings of things or when my hormones were extreme. Um, and I'll say like my postpartum lasted for years because it wasn't necessarily postpartum. It was hormonal, which is what it is, you know? Um, but having the endometriosis is that. So not even being able to recognize sometimes that like, oh, this is just how I am now, you know? And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. No. And so having oh my gosh, the support system that I'm so blessed to have around me point that out, you know, which yeah. isn't the easiest <laughs> to point out to people yeah. when they're not. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I recognize that too, you know, mm. but, um, but then being on the proper therapies and things like that is then, um, you know, I have been told by people very close to me, like, oh, you're, you're back. Like, there you are. Like, here's our conversations that we're used to having, you know, mm. and it's, it is, it's so emotional because yeah. it's like, oh my God, I knew I felt lost and I yes. knew I was trying, but it wasn't, it wasn't there, you right. know? And so it's, it really, just to go back to like, and we were talking about listening to podcasts and I listen to podcasts all about different things. And sometimes a lot on the um, like behavioral side of things through true crime. Uh, I don't know if that's oh, okay. Yes. To <laughs> oh yes. Um, I'm a, trying, like, uh, a crime junkie like fan over here. Like the psychology side of things, the behavioral side of things, you know, and it's like, you can understand, oh, their mindset was like, not right. You know, something mm -hmm. was wrong and they didn't have the right people around them or they didn't have the right, you know, things to help them. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about that kind of extreme, but like <laughs> anybody managing stuff, you know, you see somebody like crying in the supermarket or you see somebody, you know, yelling at somebody for no reason, which I've totally been that person. Um, you know, it, it's like, Ooh, okay. They, they need assistance. And I liken it very much to, um, raising a child too, because mm -hmm. their, their minds are growing and ebbing and flowing and there's different ways to manage them this moment. And then very different ways to manage what's happening in this moment. So it's been like a very, I know like reparenting is very much a phrase, but I feel like understanding that I have anxiety and then also trying not to create an anxious home at the same time is like <laughs> a lot, but also I feel 
thankful to be cognizant of it and not just like, oh, that's not something that I suffer from. So, you know, don't have to deal with it. It's it's right. kind of like special in that way. Yeah. yeah, I just I like I just want to acknowledge your mindset, right? Because throughout your entire story, you you have said different things like, you know, uh, you know, I know myself well enough that I'll probably get postpartum, but I know that it'll pass. I know it'll suck, but I know it'll pass. Right. And at another point, um, you said that, like, you know, you've managed your anxiety, but at some point, you know, it's going to change and then you're going to have to, like, figure things out again. Mm. And I think that that mindset is so powerful. It doesn't take away from the actual experience and like suffering and the like disconnect that anxiety like brings to us. But, but you just have like that, that rock of a mindset where deep down, like your core, you know, it's going to be okay. It's going to change, right? Like I'm going to like adapt or I'm going to figure it out. You know, like that, that I heard that throughout your entire story. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just want to like highlight that. And then also, towards the end when you were sharing about like, you have to advocate for yourself, right? Like, I know it's, I know it's tiring. I know it's exhausting, but there's a part of me that felt like a little bit of like, I don't, pride's not the right word, but I was like, yeah, I was like, this is what New Yorkers do, right? (laughs) Like (laughs) New Yorkers, like we're not having it. There is a problem. We've figured out what the problem is. And let's get it fixed, right? Like, let's do it. Yes. We're a little loud over here. (laughs) Just a tad loud. And so when you said that advocate, like advocating for yourself, Pete's like, first of all, it is exhausting. But I think it also ties into the mindset. Like, okay, I figured out what's going on. I, I, you know, like I have awareness. Like, I'm not going to play this game anymore. Now I know that there's something that can be done with it. And and so I just want to like, just acknowledge that, like just your, your mindset and that strength even when things are really hard. And I, I know like as an anxiety warrior, they suck. Right. But, but yeah, I just really, I, that's what I heard throughout was like this strength, this flexibility, this like yes. knowing like it's going to take work, but things will change. Um, yeah. so I really, I just appreciate your story. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's really heartfelt to hear. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I, I love, that. I love that you said flexibility, Abby. That was what came to my mind was flow when you were talking mm-hmm. about the mindset that, that Lauren, you've been sharing this whole time. It's just like, you're able to, you're, it sounds to me anyway, and correct me if I'm wrong, that's like, you're able to kind of look into what the future might be without being attached to what the future will be. It's sort of like, Ooh. right. That you're in a flow state about it. It's like things could change. Maybe they won't, but I'm ready. No matter what I got this right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to that's figure so it out. I have agency. That's so interesting. I've always been one to like, um, okay, I'm in a situation. How am I defining this situation? What's the label on this? What's the, like, <laughs> if I were to step back, what does it look like to the outside world? You know, like what, what is my life right in this moment? You know, and sometimes that's exhausting, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it's just my natural brain of like, okay, I'm working on this little tiny thing, but what does it look like all the way around, you know? Um, and, and I think, that speaks to what you guys are saying is that things are constantly changing. And I've never been one to like, it's, it's interesting. Cause I, I like change and I embrace it, but not always, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. I think just that understanding is very much like, oh, this feels uncomfortable. Okay. Now I can do it. You know? And it's, it's just like sitting with it a moment, which again, the patience <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a virtue, but not my strong suit. Um, 
but I've been really working on that. And, um, and it's, it's kind of fun to realize and how lucky we are. Like life is really long, you know? So there is the time, you know, Mm -hmm. if you can structure it to feel like you have time, um, to, to work on things and everything doesn't have to be done today or in this moment. Right. And that's like, I'm so not that, but I, tr- I'm trying to be that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm so blown away by that. My, I've never heard anyone say life is really long. Like ever. It's like the opposite of what we're taught. Like those old tropes oh, of like so- life's short. Yeah. So short. Make the you most of it. Do everything in moment. a day. <laughs> exactly. Right. If you don't get it done, it's a little bit like you, you kind of dropped a little bit about it. Like in the beginning part of your story where it's like during the day, you're really productive. Then at night things change a little bit, which I think is true for a lot of us warriors, but I just, Mm. I don't know. I just think I, I love the reframe of like, actually we can look at our life as really long and we don't have to, we can afford the rest today maybe. Right. Like, Mm. or, or if I didn't finish everything on my to-do list, I'm not a bad person or a bad business owner or a bad mom. Right. Or whatever, whatever your situation. And, um, I just, I've never heard someone say life's really long. Because most people always think I mean, hopefully. life's too short, right? right? But it's like, but we can, why not adopt the mindset of like, I have time. I don't have to rush my life, mm-hmm. right? And Abby and I are mindfulness teachers. And so much of what we're trying to remember for ourselves and teach the, you know, kids and grownups that grace our spaces um, mm. is that right now is your life, right? Like this moment is your life. And that can sometimes be overwhelming for folks to hear, especially for kids. It's like, oh, well, if right now is my life, I should be doing all the things in it right now. But at the same time, it's like, no, it's just, or not no, but like, yes. And it's also a reminder that this is, this moment is precious. Maybe this moment is just you taking a really long sip of your hot coffee, right? Or maybe this Mm -hmm. moment is taking, you know, 30 minutes with your book, right? Like, Anyway, I, I'm getting off on a little bit of a tangent, but I'm just like so excited about all the things that you're saying because I like your tangents. <laughs> I appreciate oh, um, can you tell my husband that? I'm give you his number really quick and you can yes. text that to him. He'll be like, who is this person? Anyway, um, so you've touched on it a little bit, but did you want to add anything more about like the ways that anxiety kind of manifests itself in your mind and body? Um or your behaviors like you you share you shared so much already but like do you feel like there's anything that you experience right in your physical body in your mind and your behaviors that you that you haven't shared so that's really interesting and as you're talking I'm realizing I'm picking at my nail <laughs> so definitely that but then I read somewhere and a friend of mine sent this to me a few years ago um that it said it was like some kind of meme or image or something. And it said the most productive people have like chopped up nails, you know, I won't say chewed up, but like picked or this, and they are the most creative and they are. And I was like, I don't care what the study is. I don't care if there's a study behind it. Yeah. I, I agree. Yes. Me too. I don't <laughs> yes. need to read the study. I agree. <laughs> it might not even be a study, but right. I'm like, yep, mm-hmm. all the good things about having short nails. That's me. Yeah. You know, and my and my nail tech sister who would be like, "Oh, you're a lunatic," you know, because she is all <laughs> perfectly um coiffed and gemmed up nails yeah. all the time, which I would love to do, but it's not not my lifestyle right now. No. Um, but yeah, definitely in that something I've realized that I need to feel good is moving. 
you know, and when you were talking about flow, I was like, oh, well, yoga teacher, of course, flow, <laughs> but, you know, like actually moving. And I feel like in certain times where um, it, it just kept coming to me to be, be kind to yourself, be gentler to yourself, be this, that is not my first reaction <laughs> to myself. Um, I enjoy like the sweat of moving, the hardness, the pushing yourself, you know, I really try to enjoy the, um, the, the walking and the yoga and the things that I know are good. I need to do them in like, like sporadically, as opposed to that's my everyday. Cause I feel like my energy needs to get out in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that helps me like, I don't know, like if I stay in the house, um, when I first get up and even if I'm busy and moving and doing and whatever, the moment I get outside, I just have a better outlook on the rest of the day. And I can kind of like piece together what I want it to look like. And it just feels better. And then I know that I've moved that day, yeah. you know? And so yeah. I don't know if that's how it manifests, but that's sort of how I um, manage it in in yes. that sort of way on the daily. I, I mean, I, I hope you can hear the intention behind what I'm about to say. Um, So I used to have that kind of anxiety that like, I was like, so, I mean, the way I hear it is like restless in my body that I had to move Mm -hmm. and I had to do and, and hearing you talk about, I'm like, oh, I miss that anxiety. (laughs) Like the anxiety (laughs) I have now is like, let's sleep all day. Right. Like, Uh, you know, it's that anxiety, like the, the, that is a very different version. And so you know, I, I know it can be so exhausting. And, and I remember like in my twenties and, and in, you know, half of my thirties, like the go, 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 like it fueled me. Right. Mm-hmm. And so hearing you talk about it, I'm like, oh, I can so relate. And then there was a part of me that's like, oh, I miss that anxiety. <laughs> like, Well, it's so, it. I, I, I completely understand the way you're, you're throwing that down because what I've done is like kind of done like a combination. Cause when I was working in the city for 15 years and commuting like a lunatic and also living there and all of this, and it was just like, Oh, well, if you leave before 8 PM, it's like, well, you barely work today. And then let's go out and have drinks and let's do this and then get up and exercise and blah, blah, blah. And you miss the spin class at 5 AM. And I'm like, how is anybody supposed to survive yeah. like that? Yeah. Not you know? that. I don't miss that anxiety. Not that one. And, <laughs> and then I went into like, okay, well, you don't have to move every day. You can do this. You can rest. And like, that didn't feel right either. Yeah. And now I'm sort of in this like combo platter, I'll yes. say, where like, Sometimes I wake up and it's 4.30 and I'm like, okay, well, it's still dark out. So maybe I'll get some work done before I bup, 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 and I'll, I'll clean the bathroom and then I'll work and then I'll get outside and then I'll have a nice relaxing day. And it's like, wow, okay. That's so good. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Is it working? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? Maybe it's, it's working I like the bu- right now. Right? Like. Exactly. It worked that day. Yes. Fine. I'll take that. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's the buffet. It's the mm-hmm. flexibility again. Mm-hmm. It's oh, the flexibility I again. Love the buffet. Pre-COVID more so than today. No, <laughs> right? I do miss a good buffet. I won't lie. <laughs> but it's like you, you, I love the the fact that you're able to sort of just A, it's just great to be balanced, right? Not maybe you're not completely loosey-goosey flow with every moment and every whim. Or maybe you're not rigid, like, okay, five thirty, get on the spin class. But right. you found a balance, great. And so you're able to wake up in the morning and not be beholden to whatever rigid schedule you feel like. And I put quotes and feel, cause it's like, 
society tells you or whoever tells you, or, you know, your daughter wakes up and those demands are there. And so you're able to kind of just, again, be flexible, roll with, oh, it's 4.30 and I happen to be pretty alert right now. Great. I'm going to clean the bathroom. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Like, and celebrate that because that's incredible, yeah. right? Like I'm going to get some creative, I'm going to get some work done, like whatever it is. Yeah. If, if you're, you're, you're creating the life that you want, right. Within, with, with the anxiety, with the fact that, right. you know, you have to get so much stuff done, but you're able to right. sort of take the, the, the step back and sort of say, what feels good to me today and run with that. And that is a skill that not everyone has and that some of us are working really hard at. Right. Well, I think part of it yeah. is I didn't have that for the few years and it felt mm. like garbage, mm -hmm. you know, and I couldn't, it, it wasn't up to me at, in mm. those years to like be able to do it. It was like, I know I used to do this, but I cannot move right now, you know, or I used to do this, but like, this pain is terrible or this is, the, or like, I know I slept for 45 minutes, like the whole night, how am I supposed to function? You know? Yeah. So it's like, Oh, so now having it back, there is that like, um, celebration of it and that I can do it and feel those ways that it is different. Don't get me wrong. By six 30, sometimes I am like a puddle yes. and like, oh, okay, you're going to bed four and a half year old. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Love it. It's so good. You're just actively in tune with what you need in that moment and doing what you can when you can to offer yourself whatever it is you need. What yeah, well, I, feel, I, I do feel sometimes that it's a, a luxury that I'm able to um, have my own business and not be working for somebody else because that sometimes I do miss it, you know, and I do like the structure of working for someone else. I like the salary of working for someone else. <laughs> <laughs> But um, we feel you. But it, yeah. But it's very much like, oh, okay, I can structure my day the way I need to. Like, I really, I've realized I really like a schedule, but I don't necessarily like a routine, if that mm, makes sense. Yeah. So, like, I like to be, um, I like to have structure, but I don't like to, I also like to have variety within that structure. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. I've never been somebody who's going to be like CEO of something that's like at 432, my alarm goes off and then I do this and then the hair person comes and then but, 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 and the, my outfit is like, no, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm glad that you can do that and run some kind of company. <laughs> that's right. Like, I'm going to run this kind of company. Yeah. <laughs> so good. All right. Well, <laughs> share with us more about some of the coping strategies that help you. Like whether they be day-to-day -day things, things that you, you know, self-care things for in the moment. If you know you have, say, have a big event coming up or a specific mm. thing that you've got to work on, like, and so maybe not that you're preemptive, like, I know I'm going to be stressed out about that thing, but like, what are the ways that you practice supporting yourself through your anxiety? Oh, I love that question. Um, so I really just naturally plan ahead, which sometimes gets me anxious. Yeah. Um, that it's like, oh, okay, I have all these, these things. But what I find is saying them out loud, getting them out of my head and knowing that they're somewhere, whether they're on a notes app or they're in my long Google doc of things I want to do, or they're on our calendar or something. I know I'm going to get to it. Um, and then I'm, I'm not constantly thinking about it for a while. I was journaling, um, 
that to me, like, I really enjoy writing. I don't think I like actually writing. I like typing <laughs> and getting my thoughts out. Mm -hmm. um, so I've started doing that a little bit. Um, I think exercise is a main way that I cope, like to just get myself set. Um, one thing that I focused a lot on, especially with the endometriosis before I was diagnosed with it, it took seven and a half years to get diagnosed, um, was changing my diet, like not dieting, but like what I'm eating, you know? And so mm -hmm. I try to stay within parameters with that. Not as good at that as I'd like to be. Um, but like also giving myself leeway of like, okay, it is okay to just relax and have something like comfortingly delicious <laughs> and just do that. Um, I think I think talking about what's on my mind really helps. And something that actually I realized was that I love small talk. <laughs> I love it. So during the pandemic, when I was, you know, when we were all very isolated and then when we could actually like go out, I would like chit chat with a neighbor about nothing and come back and be like, "Woo, that was a good day. You know? Yes. Like, Wait. Okay. How do you define small talk? I yeah. need to hear more about small talk um, for you. Really? It could be nothing. Yeah. Like I just like, like, saying something kind to the grocery store person, mm -hmm. talking to the mail person, yeah. you know, like just being like, oh, isn't like, not that I ever really talk about the weather because I'm not interested in it, but it's like, uh, oh, sorry. Is that? A thing? No, <laughs> no. Like, just saying something like, oh my God, I had to like put the sprinkler on this morning and it was, you know, like something like yeah. doesn't matter at all. And when I don't have that, like just human interaction. Yes. It's like, I'm such a better person when I have human interaction. Do you, do you know that there's been like studies about that? That like I've read articles about, about how just interacting with strangers, like on a daily basis, just like getting your coffee, going to the grocery store. Like there's been studies around how it like changes people's mental health or impacts their mood for the better. Like, like yes. there's, yes. I yeah. get that. Yeah. I totally get that. And I'll say one of the podcasts I listen to is, um, can I say things on this? Okay. Sure. Um, is bitch sesh. It's, um, like recapping the housewives and stuff. And so it's like <laughs> okay. pop culture and this and that, but it's by two comedy writers. Um, and one of them is writing a book about the art of small talk. And I was like, she had like a whole episode about this, like, Oh, this is like a real thing. And I was like, this was months ago. And I was like, <laughs> Yes, that, that. And I think that. that's why I like, um, you know, I don't call it this, but like, I like networking. I like knowing people where I go. Even if I was like, oh, I know this person from high school, but like, I see a familiar face. I'm going to say hi to you. Even if like, we had no connection then, you know, like, yeah. it's just nice. I don't know. Okay. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Now I don't even remember the question, but We'll it leave was it just there. about how yeah, you cope, how you yeah, cope with your anxiety. Oh, yeah, excellent. Small talk. Yes, I love Fascinating. it. Fascinating. Abby and I had a whole episode dedicated to how we struggle with small talk because yeah. of the way we define small talk. Right. Oh, right. So like, define it? I mean, it, it's for me, it's it, it's talking about the weather. It's it's right. it's yeah. talking about things that don't have a lot of um, emotional substance. Mm. Yeah. And 
while they helped me would like say at the beginning of my class, right? It's a very benign, talking about the weather is a benign conversation starter. It's mm-hmm. a safe space. But when, depending on the event, like most of our, that episode is like, depending on an event or who yes. you're with or right. So right. like when you're talking to your male person, you're not going to go oversharing into like your life story necessarily. Right. I'm right. sure you have time for that. And probably neither do you, but like, it was more about the discomfort of small talk when you're like trying to be intentional with people and not when you're mm-hmm. just like having those stranger to stranger interactions, right. In passing, that's totally different. Yeah. So, I very much value what you're saying about like that kind of small talk being a coping strategy or being helpful and supportive because I could, I could get my way around that. That yes. makes sense to me. Yeah. Well, I feel that I, the way I think about it actually, now that we're like drilling into it is really that it switches what I'm thinking about. You know, it allows me to think about what this person is telling me, even mm-hmm. if I, it does not relate to me at all. It has no bearing on my life. I'm like, Oh my gosh, you got stuck in traffic. Woo! Now I'm thinking about your traffic, you know? Right. And now I'm like <laughs> not thinking about all of the other things that like are clogging up my mind. It's like, it's just like a quick reset. And then it mm. allows me to be like, oh, all right, this is this is what I have to do today. I, at least I'm not stuck in traffic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the perspective shift. It's so, it's brilliant. Yeah. It really yeah. is brilliant. I never would have thought of that as like a tool for support. Yeah, like, go so funny because small talk with a stranger. I'm gonna go. So next time I'm having a hard moment, I'm gonna run outside and find someone walking their dog or something and be yeah. like, Hi, chat with me for th- 10 seconds. How and about your how about this rain? Just <laughs> just say that. Did you see that guys? Grab it's quite green. <laughs> you know, but it's so funny. You were talking about your husband um maybe not appreciating your tangents as much as other people might. Um <laughs> My husband has no want for small talk. He's like, you're going to talk to this person, aren't you? You're going to say something. (laughs) Like the one time randomly that I don't say something to someone that's in our path, he's like, what happened? Are you okay? (laughs) okay? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so good. I love it. All right. If you were to describe your relationship to anxiety these days, how would you describe it? Like say in a word or a phrase, like. Is it complicated? Mm. What what would be this Facebook status for your relationship to anxiety? <laughs> We're together. <laughs> I forgot that one was an option. I haven't been on Facebook since 2018. I, I don't even know if that, that one an one. option. But <laughs> I like I liked that way to frame it because it made me think of how I would really because it's like, I don't want it. Sometimes yeah. it's really great. You know, it helps me be who I am. Mm-hmm. Um but I would like to sleep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, I would like to relax. I'd like to sit down. You know, I'm not a big like relaxer, mm-hmm. but I, but what I do do is I plop, you know, like when I am done, I just need to plop, but You're I'm not going to like sit and relax. Um, mm. And I realized that I would like my daughter to be able to relax. So I try to give us relax time. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also on the go. So, um, but yeah, it's something that it's, it's so interesting, actually. I'm glad that I thought of this because when you're asking me that, and like when we first talked about me being, you know, talking to you guys on the podcast and I was like, for so, for like a very heavy, um, what's the right word, saturated amount of time, anxiety was my thing, you know, like, like that was what I was managing and trying to figure out. 
Um, and it was also a little new to me in that way. And then when I was like, oh, I do actually have a lot to talk about on this topic. But then like, um, you know, and then we scheduled it for a little bit of time out and then it came back and I was like, oh, do I even have enough to talk about? Like maybe, you know, I'm kind of managing it. But then I realized like, oh no, I just like exploded because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's too much in my head. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm like, yep. it's yeah. So that's why I say we're together. You know, I'm not thrilled about it, but we're together. <laughs> so good. Brilliant. I love Beautiful. It. If you could do an official breakup, you would. Oh, but 100. since you're together, you're just accepting the relationship. Right. Except, yeah. You're yes, managing, yes. you're managing, you're managing. Yeah. You're it's all like, managing. Um, you know, distant relatives that you have to deal with. Yep. <laughs> Oh, mm, I don't. Ugh, you felt I don't that one. To, you felt that shrug one. that idea <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. If you could step back in time, jump in a time machine, and speak to a younger version of yourself, what kind of advice would you offer a young Lauren? Oh, I like this question. Um, don't doubt yourself. Mm. You know, um, and I can think of it in so many different ways. You know. When you're saying younger, like I'm I'm thinking back like elementary school, there was this program that was like, um, I forget what it was called, but it was like a program where if you think like in a gifted way, you're in this program. And it was very like exclusive and whatever. And like, I didn't get into it for like the first year or two. And that sat with me. And mm -hmm. I was like, Meanwhile, then like fast forwarding, I'm like, oh, I think very creatively, but I didn't think creatively in the way they defined it. Yeah. And it was like, I judged myself about it when I was like seven, oh, you know, and oh, so it's like yeah. ridiculous. And then I think about it, you know, in like high school when you're dealing with whatever kind of, you know, mean girly kind of stuff that naturally happens, you know, like just keep doing your thing. Like, mm -hmm. you know who you are, you know what feels right. And I think that's really the thing when something feels off, it's, it doesn't work, you know? And I think now mm. as an adult, the things are bigger, you know, the decisions are bigger, like you're living your regular life. So you don't have to worry about like, oh, that person's mean to me. Like I don't surround myself with mean yes, people, you know what I mean? So right. like, that's not a thing anymore, but it is like, oh, I made this decision and I probably like took on too much or didn't do this. Mm. And then like, I'm thinking about it so much. And when I realize that's happening, I'm like, okay, just do what you think is the right thing and don't doubt it. And yes. I still need to tell myself that, you know, like As, I can tell my yes yeah. myself that. And that would be I helpful. can take it too. Like it's yeah. that doubt is nuts. And the way it creeps up can be so subtle sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. Like that light, like overanalyzing, that light questioning that, you know, like I, yeah. I so feel that when you say it, it's like, yes, right. yes. don't doubt yourself. I, yeah. I like that question though, you know, and I think like, I think a lot right now, there's a lot of conversation around like, what would you tell your future self, mm. you know? Mm. And, and I hope it's the same thing too, you mm. know, yes. just be you, you know, yes. keep, keep doing it. Cause right now, whatever you're doing, is also the right thing to get you there kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Ooh, so yeah. good. <laughs> yes. Love it. This All is right. so much fun, by the way. <laughs> I'm so I really glad. enjoy talking to you both. <laughs> oh, oh, we love this. I'm so glad. Yeah, yeah. This, is like, this. this is 
like one of the highlights of our week. We're both very, we, we have blessed lives, but this is one of the highlights of our week always. So, um, all right. Last question before we jump into some lightning round. Okay. What does being an anxiety warrior mean to you? When you hear this phrase, what comes up? Um, first of all, I love the use of warrior because, um, for so many years, like endo warrior is also a thing with endometriosis. Mm, and so mm-hmm. like that word, cause like warrior is such an intentional word, right? It's not, um, fighter. It's not, um, you know, soldier. It's not something like that. Like when you're a warrior, I, I just think of it as like, yes, you're fighting, which I think in the anxiety world we are, um, and I also think you're enduring. And I think that mm. combination is the warrior, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, because it is a forever thing. And I realized that when I was talking, like thinking about endometriosis, you know, it's not deadly, thank God, you know, it's not like a fatal thing. It's not, but it is a forever thing. And when I realized that, and like for many years, I had a, a solution for it and then I didn't and now I do again you know so it's like you are enduring it you know Mm -hmm. and and it might not feel like a fight every day or every moment but some days it really does and I feel very much um similar to that with anxiety too and I think now it has become more mainstream to talk about which feels really like and when I'm talking about like Oh, I never even thought of it as that. Like I'm talking about five years ago, postpartum anxiety, regular anxiety, anxiety wasn't used. It was like, oh, I'm feeling anxious, but it wasn't like I have anxiety. Yes. For many people it, it is and always has been, but for like the larger conversation and society, like it is so much more talked about now. And it's, you know, and it can come out in so many different ways. Like it's not like necessarily someone is jittering someone might be super ragey and it's like that person, you know? And it's like, no, 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 it's under there, you know? And that's anxiety too. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I just think that there's so many different ways to have to combat it, Mm -hmm. to live the life you want. And in order to live a life that you want, you need to be a warrior because it is really challenging you know? Yeah. In order to live the life that you want, you need to be Mm -hmm. a warrior. Yeah. That's so good. Feel free to use the tagline. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be like a dozen titles for this episode. We're screwed. I have no idea. There's so many. when the when podcasters are like, well, that's the name of the, the bit, you know, like that's the title. I love that. I can't believe that happened during our episode. <laughs> oh, well, but you're still going to be surprised because we there's so many things for us to choose from. So like we don't we don't know. We're, mm-hmm. we're you're still when when the day comes, you're going to be like, that's what they went with. And hopefully it's a good that's what they went with. Yeah. But you guys it's not like so that's cute. what they went with. Yeah, it would never be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for your vulnerability, for your perspective, um, and for taking so much of your precious time to be with us. Um, but it's time to play. It's time for a few minutes of silly <laughs> lightning round. Okay. Here comes the sting. Brace yourself. Are you ready for lightning round? Lightning. Okay. 
So Abby and I are going to go back and forth and just ask you a fun, lighthearted, get to know you type of question. You do not need to answer at lightning speed. You can if you want to, but you can take a pause and consider your answer. You ready? Okay. I think so. Okay. Abby, do you want me to go? Do you want to go? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Let's see. What's one day of your life that you would love to relive? Oh. Mm. I think my wedding day. That's like so tacky, but I was so in the moment that day. And so about like, talk about planning. Woo. We planned, I planned, (laughs) you know, and it it worked and it just felt so special to be in the room of like everyone that loves us and, you know, really feel together. Obviously Jocelyn was missing because she didn't exist yet, but (laughs) um, it was, it was such an amazing day. Oh, and just like it. felt like so together. It was cool. That's great. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Awesome. <laughs> um, okay. If you could have some small talk with a famous person, <laughs> Ooh. which famous person would you most want to have some small talk with? But that means you can't ask any super deep questions. Right. Right. It's like, so how about this weather? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no you're right okay um oh gosh this is a toughie um I think I think it would probably be um so cheesy but Casey Rose Wilson who is the host of one of my um one of the the bitch sesh that I was just talking about but she was also in my favorite show called Happy Endings that was on ABC when I worked at ABC. Oh my god! So I gosh. feel like we've been like doing the same thing, but not at all because she's <laughs> been very successful. <laughs> um, but she's she's a comedian and whatever, and she's writing the art of small talk. So I feel like we'd have a oh. good convo. Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna say that one. Talk that's convo. too perfect. That's too yeah. perfect. She's writing the art of small talk, and of course, that's <laughs> got to be your person. Okay. Um, what's a song that you know like? every word to like I you know it's mm. like yeah you're car- you don't have to know every word for karaoke because they put the words in front of you but like without the words in front of you what's a song that you just know backwards and forwards okay so I have two answers and this is tough because literally every time I sing any song I'll like be like bopping around and then chime in with like saying the words and they are always incorrect <laughs> always and and uh, my husband is like why did you just chime in with that one? Like you don't know it. <laughs> like, I don't know. But um, in college, I used to pretend that I'd be really good at battle rapping. I am not good at it. Um, but, oh, now I can't think of the name of the song, but it's an Eminem and Snoop Dogg song that like that one I'm really good at. Ooh. Okay, You know, um, every single word. Yeah, it's like three to the one to the one to the three. And well, I'm not going to say the rest because it's dirty. But <laughs> yeah. um, that one. And then one that I just love that always comes to mind that like I'll sing whatever is um, Brandy Carlisle's The Story. Oh, oh my I God. Love her. I love her. I love yeah. her so much. And so that one I can pretty much get through the whole one. But okay. like you brought up yes end before. Sorry, I know this is lightning round, but that reminds me of like the up rounds, upright citizens brigade. You know how they're yes. always like yes end and this. 
And I went to one of those classes one time and they have you like pop into the middle with like, sing any song. And I was like, I don't know any songs. I don't know why I've never heard music before. Like, I don't know a word of anything. It was like, I can't think of any songs. That's when you're one put of on my the like, spot. favorite games is Hotspot, right? Where you're just like tapping yes. each other out, singing songs. Yes. I always, anytime I've taken improv class, I'm like, come on, give us that game. Give us that game. Because I, um, oh, I feel I'm impressed on by that. you then. Because I'm like, <laughs> I can't think of a nursery rhyme. I don't know happy birthday. I don't know anything. You don't, don't even know happy say birthday. like happy birthday or twinkle twinkle or whatever. Yeah. When you're put on the spot, that's hard. Yeah. Your oh brain just freezes up. Your body. Yeah, Abby's our resident improv queen over here. Ah, good for you. Um, and I our mean, fir- and our very the first two of us. Uh, yeah, sure. Out of <laughs> you and me. In yeah. our first episode, we gave lightning round to each other. This was years ago at this point, still during the pandemic. But um, and she was like, she she gave me an improv question as one of them. And I was like, Are you kidding me? Like, I guess I was like, I messed up. I decided to go into podcasting with an improv person. <laughs> but thankfully, Ooh, that's, yeah, that's thankfully. A Thankfully, now all the questions are thrown your way and I don't have to get them. I'm anymore. I'm going to throw that question now as question number two. I had a different one, but now I'm oh, going to. No. Will you make the sound of um, eating or drinking soup that is too hot? Will I do it? Yeah, yeah I will. That's, That's your well. question. You got to do it. <laughs> I think I need to use my hands. Um, like. Ah. <laughs> That was similar to mine, right? Abby? Yes, yes. <laughs> I love it. Well done, well I love done. The interpretation, like, oh, how would I do this? Yeah, it's good. It is. It is good. Like in the moment, practice. It is a good embodied practice. I will say about it be, being in, <laughs> improvising. Okay, my last question. Um, I know you love the beach. I do. You had t- you told us you love the beach. So, what is the best beach you've ever traveled to? Hmm. Ooh. Okay. Well, I feel like, again, I have two answers. Um, cause long, Be- I grew up in long beach. And so that just always feels like very tranquil to me. I'll go to the boardwalk. I'll look at the ocean. I'll sit on the sand and I'm just like, okay, here's my yeah. reset. Um, but one of the best beaches, um, Ooh, okay. We were in, Ooh, this is a toughie. Um, we went to Lanai in Hawaii, um, which I think is one of the places that got hit by the wildfires now, which is really sad. Um, but it was so empty and tranquil mm. and like, I'm just going to use this word horizony, <laughs> like very, like the whole horizon was just there. It was just so gorgeous. And we were mm. there like, super early and had taken the ferry because there's only like four buildings on the whole island you know and like you take the ferry and then you leave and there's like all these stars and it was just like so full of nature Mm. and just oh I love that one so I hope it's okay but it probably isn't Mm. so I'm donating you know yeah (laughs) yeah it's hard but sounds beautiful yeah peaceful yes like that question that zend me oh (laughs) oh boy now I feel like Pressure's I feel like on, I'm Abby. not going to be zenning. I, I'm going to go back to the other question I was thinking, which is super <laughs> random. Um, so InSync recently presented an award to Taylor Swift, and so my final question is InSync or Backstreet Boys, and uh, one of your favorite songs from the group that you choose. Oh man, so, the pressure. 
It's not. <laughs> pressure is not on. I am solid in Backstreet Boys. And I feel like that's what are the, what do they um what do they call that? Like um not a not oh god, what are they? <laughs> Not a good answer. Not a good answer, but that's not what it is. You know what I'm saying? You're right. It's not a good answer. The correct answer was unpopular opinion. Talk about mind. There you go. There you go. Unpopular opinion. Look, but we love um, who we love. It's cool. You know, and I would say, um, what's that one? I mean, I don't listen to them anymore, so forgive me, but like, um, I wouldn't either. always really like which i can't sing and don't remember how it starts but the call it was like oh yes you know like yeah really boppy yes i, I like even remember one. like the music video Abby, you know that, that? I mean, it was raining yes yes, yes. it was always raining it was always raining in all for, of those videos for all, for nick, all of them <laughs> nick carter was like that was my childhood thing you know yeah. devin sawa you know, yes. you get the idea yeah. <laughs> like that. I'm that, with you there. I'm with you yes. on that one. Although he looks um, a little weird now. I'm not into his look th- right they now. They all do. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Nick, Nick Carter is like problematic in some way now too. I think, oh, but I'm not surprised. seriously. Very deeply okay, problematic. So obviously yeah. <laughs> I didn't pick the right one, but <laughs> um, okay. my sister and I, when we were skiing, um, <laughs> were like belting out the songs of Backstreet Boys because it was like probably 1999 and like clapping snow on people and it's like such a vivid memory and I just like I don't know I was like why would anybody like in sync they're obviously (laughs) knockoffs you know and that's always been my feeling even though they're terrific and now they're like back in action and it's great yeah yeah I mean I I mean all boy bands are knockoffs of former boy band Jackson so five fine. like yeah we all pretend like boy bands began in the 1990s it's really cute of us or do I love O-Town I don't oh, know O-Town I saw them live I think I did too actually yeah. like they were part wow. of some kind of they were like part of a festival of like yes. pop music and they were just part of it I think yeah it wasnn't oh, like I didn't pay for O-Town go see yeah O-Town. I I wouldn't fault you for that. It's, I appreciate. Oh, although, if I really had to choose, do you guys remember together? Yes. Yes. They, you plus me equals us. I'm they were my favorite. It says you plus me, me equals, equals us. <laughs> you got Wait, it. You some got of the it. lines of that song are so ridiculous. Yeah. I can't. It's, yeah, oh my god it's gonna was like you know a charade of it which made yeah. it so funny i, I can't I find my that. cat why does that line <laughs> stick out in my head right what is anyway we're gonna have to google the song after we're, we stop recording i like... sing it to dan dan oh, will talk about dan. math and i'm like i know my calculus <laughs> it was like you know Dan's like, like real into it <laughs> I loved oh Evan Farmer from Together. So I even remember nice his name one. and everything. Oh, he, yes, he was a looker. He was. He was a looker. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm in my late 30s, I can say looker, right? <laughs> I know. Well, we're in our early 40s. So yeah, it's like now, they are now lookers. it's like kids these days. We're yeah. in like the kids these days phase I of know. our life. But aren't, isn't NSYNC making a comeback, right? Well, we hope so. Although I don't know if I have enough money in my bank account to afford uh, whatever it is going to cost to go see them. Seriously. But they made a song. They made a song together. They made a song. Part of the Trolls movie. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Oh. Off on that tangent. 
All right. Thank you so much for playing with us for lightning round. Yeah. And, and again, for being, being with us this afternoon and sharing your, your heart and your story with us and our warriors. Um, before we let you go and be well, before we have you share with our listeners, how they can connect with you. Um, we like to ask all of our guests to share a win of the week, something big or small that happened. It doesn't have to be this week, just recently. Mm. It felt like a win. Okay. Well, just so I don't take too much time thinking, I think it happened today. So, um, like I was saying before, you know, with exercising, getting out in the morning, but like it being hard sometimes, you know, I usually try to wake up earlier than everybody and use that time for myself. Um, last night, my daughter woke up like a few different times in the very wee hours and I'm not good at getting back to sleep, but like I laid with her a bit, you know, I did get back to sleep a little bit and then we, she slept later cause she was up a while. And so we were up for a while together. And so the morning just started much later than usual. And we have a little flexibility on Wednesdays, um, in the morning. So that was nice. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to just take 20 minutes and move and sweat. And I was really happy that I did that because I knew I had a big day with this and with a few different other things that I was like, I know I'm going to need good energy and I don't want to feel like my whole day is defined by being woken up in the morning, yeah. you know? Yeah. So when I do that for myself, I just have a better outlook and it worked. So I feel like that was, that was a win. Yay. That's that awesome. a great win. I love when yeah. the wins are like about our, you know, about today, right? Yes. Like about real right. life situations. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't have to be like, I got a promotion or, you I know, like, oh, that would be lovely. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Those, I those found a bag of money in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't we invented that? Why isn't that a real thing? Um, all right. So share with our listeners how they can find you, how they can connect with you, anything you want to share briefly about what you do. Yeah, sure. So, um, so I'm the owner of Celebrations by Stanton. It's a design studio and gift shop. Um, I do a lot of, um, custom graphic design for events, um, one-off gifting for, and also for small businesses, which has been such a nice way of creating community. And a lot of people who like to small talk, um, <laughs> here on Long Island, there's a lot of us and, um, yeah, and I'm pretty much everywhere, um, that there is, I don't do a lot of TikTok. I actually use TikTok as like Oh, here's like, I don't create here. I'm just watching <laughs> over here, but I'm celebrations by Stanton on all the platforms. Um, but my personal, you know, Lauren Stanton on Facebook, not that I'm there that often. Um, but Lauren Lebowitz Stanton on LinkedIn. Um, I love connecting with people on LinkedIn. Cause I feel like you get everyone's like full story, mm. you know, um, instead of the right now, but I love the right okay. now. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm most active on, on Instagram. Um, but yeah, stuff's email amazing. Me. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It is. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely connecting. gonna be purchasing. <laughs> thank Seriously. you. And you teach yeah. phenomenal classes. I'm just so happy to know you and now know you, Aww. Abigail. And this is just um ah so delightful. Thank you so much for having me. Yay, it's thank you. It's been our pleasure. Yeah, it's been our pleasure. It's been so great. Talk about refueling, right? Re energy. I didn't Honestly. even drink my whole coffee. Me either. Mm -hmm. right, and who has time to, I, like I have my water. It's like you grab three sips because we're just, I love how, um, how conversational this has been. It's just been really fun connecting with you and hearing from you. So thank you again for your time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. All right. Thanks guys. Thank, thank you. you. Bye.
Bye. Warriors, I'm like at a loss, like always. Yes. I had this conversation was just so joyful and yes. Lauren's so sunny. Yes. That's a great way to, ex- to describe her. Yes. She's just so sunny. It just, it's very inspiring to me whenever we talk to new warriors, because I just feel like, like now that I'm thinking about her lovely face, like it's, we all look so different, right? Mm-hmm. Anxiety lives within so many of us. And yet on our, in our outsides, right? We have these beaming smiles. We have joy. We have lightness. And all of these things are true at the same time. It's like, yeah. it's just such a, I don't know. I don't really know what I want to say other than that. I really, really love this conversation with Lauren. Yes. I just feel so refreshed and lighthearted. Like I know we talked at the beginning of the episode about how tired we all were kind of yes. running on empty. And I just truly feel so much more like alive after this chat. Yeah. It was like rejuvenating. It was it's, yeah. it's when like connecting with other warriors, especially like when you don't, I mean, I feel like it goes either way when you know them and you don't know them that well, like no matter what, there's like this just heart centered connection. And it's like, yeah. it's just uplifting. It's just, um, energizing. And, and I definitely felt that way with connecting with Lauren, like mm-hmm. I, we could have done much longer. Right. So definitely <laughs> for sure, for sure. And we know Lauren loves small talk. So it would have been deep and small at that by that point, I'm sure. Just could have kept going for hours longer. Um, I think my first big takeaway is I love the way Lauren talks about evolving. Mm-hmm. You know, she talked a lot throughout about knowing that things will change and being able to shift her mindset with it and being able to be flexible and go with the flow of things. And she talked about, you know, liking a schedule, but not a routine. Right. And there was just, there were so many moments in this conversation, no matter what the question was or what the conversation, how the conversation was steering, where I just felt like this fluidity in her energy. Right. And it's just such a gift in a way to be able to deal with anxiety, know you have it, accept that, but then know that you're able to get through it and move with the tides, right. Go, it's like, and our, our friend, Lauren, Lauren Chadoff always says like what you resist persists. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like this Lauren, our, our new Lauren, Lauren Stanton <laughs> is able to really just roll with her life in yeah. such a beautiful way. And I'm just, I'm just so inspired by that, the mindset and like saying things like life is long, like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I never, ever heard anyone say that. And I certainly never said that. Yeah. So yeah. that perspective shift is a shift is already massive for me. Right. So thank you, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely feel um, a very similar takeaway in the sense like, you know, anxiety is super, super rough. Right. Um, and anxiety, yeah. like we talked about, like comes up in so many different ways. Right. Sometimes it's like a motivator. Um, sometimes it's a rager. Right. Um, but, but she has that like anchor in her, the way she told her story and that anchor is like her mindset. Right. And so that even in the chaos of the anxiety, it sounds like deep down, she always has that anchor, like it's going to be okay. It's going to pass. Um, but the other thing I really appreciated in listening to her story that connects to the mindset is just like, she's super self-aware. Right. Like she is so self-aware and she like she was sharing how she considers things like when she's sometimes thinking she's able to like pull back and see the bigger picture, you know, and then think about other people's perspectives. And um, I just really appreciated that part because like. 
self-awareness, like not everyone's like born with, right. And some people work really hard to be self-aware and some people aren't self-aware at all. And I just feel like that, that, that self-awareness piece just really shine through and like her curiosity to her experience. Right. Right. And so no judgment behind it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was just, you know, that was my first takeaway is just like with a really like, like core mindset or anchor or, you know, whatever language I want to use, like it's not saying that anxiety isn't still really rough, but I feel like, um, I feel like because she is self-aware and she does understand herself, she's also able to like advocate for herself more versus someone that just is like flailing in their anxiety. Right. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was a really powerful piece throughout the entire story. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I think, Oh God, it's so hard to pick. My other big takeaway is I really enjoyed hearing about Lauren's um, ways of managing her anxiety, mm-hmm. right? Her coping strategies. Obviously, I love hearing about, you know, how movement and and being intentional about your movement, but also like, again, going back to that flow state being like, oh, I have 20 minutes. I'm going to do something with my body, right? And, she, and thinking about her future self, like I know mm-hmm. that I'm going to be grateful for this, you know, later today because I'll have more energy from movement. So like, that just felt relatable to me. I, I felt like that's, that's how I feel all the time. Um, yeah. and I just, I loved hearing about her relationship to small talk is, is yes! so good. again, thinking about how that one thing was relatable. And then she was like, I love small talk. And I was like, wait, what? Yes. Like, you hear like the break sound, like, wait a second, <laughs> you like small talk. What? Tell me more about that. Yeah. Like it was fascinating to learn, um, how that, was able to be a reset for her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I feel like sometimes, I don't know, next time I'm in a small talky environment with like a total stranger, like when, you know, it's like, you don't have to invest. Right. Um, I'm going to do my darndest to see if I can have it be a reset for my own mind. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times when I wind up in a small talky conversation, I'm still thinking about the, A, I want to leave the conversation mm. and B, I'm thinking about all the millions of things I have to get done. Mm-hmm. And so it, what it sounds to me is like, she's really intentional about being present with another person, total stranger or whatever yeah, right. in a moment, just talking about nonsense as she put it, which it's mm-hmm. not nonsense. And I'm just thinking about too, like uh, she's so light and lovely. And so it's like, I'm imagining that if I'm her mail carrier or the guy, the grocery clerk, it's like, what a, what a great moment in their day that she cares and is stopping to chat with them and asking about the weather and how they're doing. It's like, maybe people are just saying thank you or just ignoring them altogether, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I found that to be exciting and curious (laughs) and, um, very different from myself, but I, I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to try it on for size yeah, and see how it feels. You know, in that, like I can totally, I know we had a whole small talk, small talk episode and like, I hate talking about the weather, but like when it comes to like, and work and work and right. But when it comes to like grocery store, small talk, I'm okay with that. Right. Like those kinds of small talks where like, I know it's just passing by, you know, um, or like I do a ton of small talk when I'm volunteering at the zoo. Right. So like that kind of small talk, but when she said, or if I see someone from high school, I'll say hi to them. I was like, what? He's like, you lost (laughs) me there. (laughs) If I see someone from high school that like, I have like, 
feeling nothing to say. I'll hide. I'll be one of those people that pretends I don't see the high school person. Right. I mean, unless it's someone I want to see. Right. But so, so just in that extension of the small talk, like I could totally relate when she was like a neighbor or this and that. And then she was like someone from high school. And I was like, my God. (laughs) See, I'd be more likely to talk to the person from high school and less likely to talk to like my neighbor. (laughs) Ah, okay. See, See, we all find our ways in small talk. Yeah. Um, I would say just my final takeaway is is really the way that she was talking about anxiety and how it can be a motivator. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, it reminded me of our conversation with Christine Iavelli, yeah. right? Um, and and it, it was just, for me, it was really amusing how I was like, okay, I know anxiety sucks, but also I kind of miss that anxiety, right? And And the takeaway is like, Yes, anxiety does suck, right? And it can be exhausting and it can be enraging and it can be depleting and it but also like it can be a motivator. And I think it's really important that we can see that, right? And and see it as a as a driving force, not like where we're mm. like, you know, super burnt out because of like right. people pleasing or whatever. Um, but it can be a way to support us to get stuff done and I just really appreciated her sharing how, how at times in her life, you know, sometimes it led to burnout, but also sometimes it was a motivator to get stuff done. Yeah. 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 Well, as Lauren would say, your anxiety could change back to that at any time, right? Yes, that's <laughs> it could right. change. Anything could change at any time. So it could. It's, it's so interesting. Thank you so much, Lauren, for being a guest on our show. We, we really enjoyed having you and warriors. Thank you for being here with us again this week. We love you so, so much. If you'd like to connect with us for any reason, please join our Instagram fam. We're at Anxiety Warriors Podcast, or you can feel, uh, feel free to shoot us an email at anxietywarriorspodcast at gmail.com. Shout out your wins of the week, share any topic ideas with us, or if you think you would be an amazing guest on our show, let's get you on the calendar. Let's help you tell your story here on our platform. Please take a moment and smash the five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening Like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. All of our episodes are uploaded for you over there. And if you're feeling super generous, buy yourself something fun for this fall season. We're in this new season. It's getting crispier and cooler out there. And well, at least where we are. Um, And so maybe you want something new for yourself. Treat yourself to some Anxiety Warriors podcast merch. It's available in our show notes. Check it out. Yes. Well, thank you all so much for going on this journey with us. We're so grateful we get to do this with you all. Till next time.